Welcome back into another edition of the Young Critic Podcast. My name is Zach Williams. I am your host for this film critic review from somebody who is not an established film critic. I very much am not trained in any any art of film or anything like that. I never went to school for it, but I am a guy who likes to go see movies and has very strong opinions on things in that nature. So here we are. We're in a podcast. This is very much a you and me thing. I don't want to think about of all the people listening. I don't care if it's just any, I don't care if it's millions or if it's just one person. If I'm just speaking to one person, I want you to be a part of this conversation just as much. And too bad you can't talk back to me directly. Do it through my Twitter at Zachariah W on Twitter at Z-A-C-H-E-R-I-A-H. Or you can go on my Facebook, find me there, or you can leave your comments in the SoundCloud. And hello, this will be the first podcast since I've done that'll be new to our iTunes. We're now on iTunes now. If you want to get on there, you can look up the Young Critic Podcast on your Apple Podcast and iTunes on your iPhone and go in that way. We'll get on Google Play and Stitcher and all that good stuff later on. But this is also another first. This is going to be the first podcast that I do and upload in the same day because you know what what day it is today, babies? It is this day. Yes, yes, Friday the 13th it is, so we're going to go through a ranking of all the Friday the 13th movies. Uh, I'm going to include um, really just any any appearance of Jason, right? That's what we're going to c- include in this. A lot going on with that, with it being Friday the 13th, but also Friday the 13th, uh, the, the, well, you know, the video game that has been out and that became hugely popular is uh, uh, basically dead now because of all the situation going on with the Friday the 13th screenplay that was are really the original rights to it and things like that. I'm not going to get all to the legalese of it that's going on with that right now. But the basic gist is the original director and the original screenplay writer are, well, they're, they're fighting for the rights to it and it's going to kill pretty much any project that was Friday the 13th that was going to be coming out. Uh, it's actually kind of terrible. It, it, it really is. It's terrible. It's terrible for what's going on to Friday the 13th being the one of the biggest, arguably one of the biggest uh, uh, horror names, right? Jason Voorhees is one of the biggest horror names in, in, in the entire genre, right? And it's many movies. I think it's 12 that we're going to go through here uh, that he is, it's just, it's, it's, it's all dead for a number of years now. Uh, in the year of the reboot that we're totally in since, what, 2009? Even though 2009 was the last Friday the 13th that we're going to talk about, too. Uh, you know, it's just... I don't know. I don't want I don't want to get too deep into that because, I mean, the obvious feelings are, as a fan, you wish that they were going to continue to make these movies, reboot an entire genre out of it, you know, a trilogy at least. Uh, but, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's what's going to be happening. So, uh, and also a fan of the game. The game that basically got killed uh, because of all this. Uh, so that's that's what's going to take us into this. So we are going to rank these from worst to best as these things do so happen to hap- <laughs> go that way. Uh, this will be a shorter edition. Uh, like I said, I'm doing it in the same day, recording it in the same day, and I'm going to post it right after I'm done. It's going right up on iTunes. It's going on SoundCloud. It's going on Facebook, Twitter. It's going to be on all there. So, uh, yeah, like, share it. Let people know. Go get, Tell one person about this. Tell one person today. That's my call to action for anybody. Tell one person about the podcast, and we'll keep this thing going. Now, to all the uh, people that have been waiting for my Hereditary uh, podcast, keep waiting a little bit longer. It, I... I, I re-listened to it myself. I didn't like it. I think I'm going to redo it. Um, I have some new thoughts. I just I just sit there randomly, and I'm gonna I'm that's going to be the next one coming out. So this is going to be I believe number eight. It could be number seven because um, I've already confused myself with that hereditary one that I did it, but I haven't posted it yet. I will 
have the hereditary review coming up soon. Uh, but being the day is today, you couldn't, you can't pass up an opportunity like this. So let's go through all of our, uh, well, I mean, let's just go through all the movies here. So we, there's 12 instances we're going to go through here and I am going to, I am going to include Freddy vs. Jason because that is very much a movie where Jason was in, but let's go ahead and kick it off and we will go ahead and start into our list of ranking all the Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. So I'm going to go ahead and start off my list. Uh, it's going to be everybody's number 12. It's going to be Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, quick things that are wrong with that <laughs> entry into the Friday the 13th. Uh, this is part uh, 8. Jason Takes Manhattan is the, the fact just in the name. It's he's taking Manhattan. He's probably in Manhattan for about 20 minutes of this movie. The rest of the time, he's on a boat. Should have been called Jason Takes a Boat. Um, obvi- this was done because of budget cuts and things like that, but... It also is where you see Jason start to shift and teleport to different areas. So that that's something that's not great. I mean, there's a scene in there where it's, you know, Jason's at the bottom of a ladder. They're climbing to get away from Jason. And then all of a sudden he's at the top of the ladder. There's no way that he could have done that that quick. Uh, you know, things like that. Um, so that, that that's awful. Uh, but a good thing about... Uh, that Jason is Kane Hodder as Jason. His stunt work is great in that movie, but still, the movie, the plot and the kills aren't that great. Uh, the There is the one kill that's the infamous head knockoff scene with the boxer on top of the roof inside of Manhattan. The thing is, if you get a movie called Jason Takes Manhattan, you want to see him all in Manhattan. And we only get, you know, a couple shots of him inside of Times Square, which they're great, too. When you see him, they're great. But you want that whole movie, but budget cuts and things like that force it to be on a boat uh, for majority of the movie. And that's not good. Uh, going on to the next one, I'm going to go with Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Uh, I, I like that movie. But coming in eleven spot, I'm gonna go the final Friday because I don't like the story. It's a ni- it's the ninth movie in the franchise, and when a ninth movie in a franchise injects a ton of lore and story and things that movies even after it don't talk about anymore, uh, that's terrible. And in that movie, it's basically there's a slug that is the Jason Voorhees gene, if you will, uh, and it has to get to another Voorhees. Uh, to survive so it goes through different bodies to finally get to to get to a Voorhees uh, so it can live longer but it's it's a slug gross thing that climbs out of different bodies and you Jason the Jason we know and love which is a top tier top three I would say Jason in the look of what Jason looks like uh, I love the design but you only see him for about five minutes and then he's killed and that slug thing comes out of him uh and then there you go, the story goes. And also the other thing, Jason doesn't talk or groan or make noises or anything like that. But in Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, which is part nine, if you will, he does. He grunts when he gets shot and he makes noise. It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't make any sense because it shouldn't be any noise made in it. Um, but nonetheless, there is noise. It's it's just it injected a ton of stuff uh, in that movie that, shouldn't, that was so late in the franchise. Um that takes it way down the list for me. Um, so now we're going to get start getting into the controversial, uh, parts of this. Cause I know some people rank some of these movies higher, but I'm going to go, um, for what was that? That was number 11. So number 10 
at the 10 spot, hmm, where do I want to go with 10 spot? I'm looking at the list right now, and I'm just pulling it out of memory to see what I liked and what I didn't like about these. And at the 10 spot, I'm going to go, oh man, I'm going to go Friday the 13th, the first one, the very first one, the inaugural movie, right? The, the movie that started it all, if you will. The movie itself, if you're comparing it to the other Jason movies, it's completely dull and boring, and it's not even Jason, right? This is Pamela Voorhees is the murder. It, it plays on the idea of mystery and things like that, um, but it, it's just not anything. If you, if you take away Friday the 13th, the first one, all the rest of them are completely different, right? Um, because they all focus on Jason Voorhees. Uh, I know you have to set up the Jason Voorhees thing with Pamela Voorhees' death in the first one, but still, uh, I think it has some good parts. I mean, it has Kevin Bacon in it. You put Kevin Bacon in anything, just like regular bacon, it's always going to be delicious. So, I, I don't, I don't, I, you know, they also killed a live snake on there in that movie. I don't know, it's always something I always think about. There's a scene where they kill a snake. They actually killed a snake. That wasn't a, that wasn't a uh, fake snake in there. But still, you know, Jason's not in it. And it, it's, you know, it's it's Pamela Voorhees, even though she has a great famous scene uh, with her head getting lopped off and everything. But it's just kind of a boring movie. All the kills are very off-screen and not much gore. Uh, the camera just kind of fades into the person who's getting killed because you're not supposed to know who it is. Uh, that was always boring. And so just comparing it to the rest of them, I mean... It's not. It's not the same. It's just you can't. It's if if I'm comparing them to the self, I, I'm not going to give it special privilege because it's the first one. And I think that's where the problem comes in with a lot of people. They have to give it a special privilege because it's the inaugural movie. But really, it's not because you could say part two is really where Friday the Thirteenth it becomes Friday the Thirteenth. And you can even I can even hear more of an argument for part three, which is going to be my next installment, number nine coming in is part three because you know what? Part three is just where Jason gets his mask. So we see part two, it's part two with part one's ending, right? It's it's Friday the 13th part two with Friday the 13th's ending, that's part three. The entire movie is basically the same other than Jason has his mask. The ending is the exact same as Friday the 13th, but the entire movie is basically the exact same as part two. And it has some one of the worst kills because it did the part three 3D version, right? That's what that was all about. Uh, it... It's just uh, that kill where the eyeball comes out. You can actually see like the rope from where the eyeball like connects. Go look up that scene. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, number nine coming in is going to be part three because it's basically part two and part one combined into three. And it's just, I, you know, that that that's a that's that's bothersome for me. Um, and I know people are already getting upset because that's where Jason gets his mask, which is great. Uh, and Jason running is great. Um, so, yeah, uh, coming in at number eight, right? So at number eight, I'm going to go with Freddy vs. Jason. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, like I have a problem with Jason Goes to Hell, Jason X, or sorry, not Jason X, Jason Goes to Hell, Freddy vs. Jason has the same problem in that it injected something big into a story for Jason that was in no other movie, and that's Jason's Afraid of Water. I know why they did that. That's because Freddy Krueger is afraid of fire because he was burned, so they had to give the opposite. What's the opposite of Freddy Krueger? It's Jason, um, and what's opposite of fire? Water. I think, I mean, that's just what they, I guess, it's kind of lazy, really. 
but no other movie has Jason afraid of water. That, that makes no sense. He swims in every other movie. So why would he be afraid of, uh, of water? Um, but yeah, it has some good kills in it. But the biggest thing is the way it's shot. It has some really silly kind of uh, silly, which it's to make into the Freddy genre, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Street and everything. But it's just kind of silly. The shots they have was with Jason. I'm going to focus on Jason here though. In this, when he would hit somebody with his machete, they would go flying. And they had a lot of those scenes where people would just go flying. The body would go flying across a whole field almost sometimes. And that was just... It, it just looks stupid. It looked low budget. Uh, and some of the shots where they do like the slow motion, like wavy shots in it were, were terrible. Uh, so yeah, that's coming at the 8th spot. Number 7! Uh, let's see, where do we want to go? Um, I'm going to go... Oh, man. As I'm looking at the list, I'm wanting to say one of them, but I don't want to say it goes there. I very much have my number one. My number one is going to be the number one for me, always. But, hmm, let's see. Where, where, you know, think to yourself, what would be your number seven? My number seven is going to be... Oh, man. So what we've so let's go through. We've already talked in in the list that we have. We have uh, Jason Takes Manhattan Part Eight as the worst, which I think is arguable, and and or not arguable. I think everybody thinks that's the worst. Um, and then we go to uh, Friday, the final Friday. Jason goes to hell. And then it go. I went with Friday the 13th, the first one. Then I go with Friday the 13th, part three. So I think with the number seven pick on this list, uh, I'm going to go with Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. Um, which I think some people would rank this lower, or, well, higher in the good way, right? Uh, but i have problems with it so it has one of the most capable final girls right um and what was her name why am i forgetting her name now uh tina shepherd uh tina shepherd is one of the most capable final girls because she is uh psychokinetic right so she can move things with her mind and she un- inadvertently unleashed Jason from a grave inside of Crystal Lake because of her feelings with her dad. Now, this has one of the worst endings because what it did and what it tried to do uh, was copy the ending of part uh, one and part three uh, and the the reboot, if you will. In the sense, it didn't copy that because it hadn't came out at that point, but this had came out after the other two. Um but what it did is that her dad had died and her dad fly. It kind of made no sense that her, she yelled for her dad or something. And her dad came out of the grave as well. Like Jason did out of the water and jumped out of the water to choke Jason down into the water. Kind of like it did what Jason did in uh, part one and part three. So it, that, that was, I mean, <laughs> Uh, it just it was it wasn't good right because what they did was uh they just copied the ending 
and they did it with her dad, and it just it didn't feel right. Um, but obviously, she was Tina was one of the most capable final girls because she, well, she could, could she actually beat she could actually beat Jason. So I mean, <laughs> you know, you kind of go with that. Uh, that's you know, not many final girls can actually fight Jason, and in that one, he she could. So that was good. So now moving on to number six on the list. Uh, we're going to go with Jason, part five, A New Beginning. And in this one, we show up to Tommy Jarvis in the like halfway house or whatever you would call it. Uh, and he fears that Jason's killing again, seeing the kills and things like that. And my problem with this is it's, it's another one where it's not Jason. You can kind of, I, I give it to that. Uh, I give it the same thing as part nine where you don't see Jason really as the killer because this isn't Jason. He's the guy dressed up. It's actually Roy Burns who is the killer in part five. And it's just, I, I didn't like it that much, but I, I think it was better. It had more, it had more going for it because you follow Tommy Jarvis in this and it's more of a psychological thriller type slasher movie, which is cool. So it has a little bit different take that I like in it. Um, so that one's fun to me. Uh, but I, I don't like, uh, I don't like Roy Burns. I didn't like the way Roy Burns looked in that like skin face mask. It always freaked me out. So that's why it's getting at the halfway mark for me. But now moving into the latter half, which really you can start saying is my better half. Uh, part five, or number five, is going to be part two. Freddy, or Freddy, Jason's big announcement. Jason's big showing, right, if you will. Uh, this is where we finally see Jason, and of course he is now an adult murderer and not just a child in a lake somewhere. Uh, and this is really where you could say the Friday series took off. In my opinion, I still think this. Even though you look at the money that earned in the first one, I say this is where you see it because this is who you follow the entire time is Jason Voorhees. So uh, it, it, it was... It, I liked it before he had a mask. I mean, also, I liked that he had a mask, but, of course, this is where he's wearing the pillowcase and everything like that. He's, uh, uh, is athletic in this one, which I like the athletic Jason. That That's kind of always been terrifying to me. Uh, it's a return with Alice Hardy coming back from the first one, who was the heroine in the first one who killed Pamela Voorhees, so it was nice to see her move into the, uh, back into the second one. Um, but still, yeah, so part two comes in at number five for me, and I really liked it. It was good. Um, like I said, it's just, it, it shows you what's going on, right? It, it shows you how, I feel like this is the starting point for Friday the 13th, and, and people can argue this all day, but I, I still believe this is the starting point because we see Pamela Voorhees only in the first one. You don't see Jason until the very final seconds of the film, so, Yeah. Yeah, part, Friday the 13th Part 2 is number 5 for me. So now moving in number 4, and uh, I'm, con- I'm, I'm, I'm committing uh, senselessness acts of violence upon, upon some Friday the 13th fans, because I'm going to say Friday the 13th, the reboot in 2009, comes in at number 4 way ahead of the original Friday the 13th in my book, because... Jason is terrifying in the reboot. Jason is athletic. He's running. He's torturous. The kills he have are are just they're they're way more adventurous. Obviously because of the times that I understand in way of making the movie, but still, um, we're just ranking the movie. Jason is a much better Jason, if you will, in this, and it still has one of the top three kills in the entire franchise, which is the uh bo- the sleeping bag 
um, being uh, set on fire underneath, or, or sorry, roped up above the fire, and the girl's getting cooked inside of it, and that's all in the beginning stages of the movie. Problems with this movie is that I feel like the story isn't fleshed out enough to understand what's really going on with Jason. They really are kind of like, look, y'all know what's happening with Jason, so here's here's kills, which I had great kills. Um, I think the nudity in it was a little bit too grotesque. I mean... At a certain point, it was just like, all right, here's more boobs, <laughs> which is fine, I guess, you know, but, and that's kind of the idea of a Friday the 13th movie, um, but still, uh, loved, lo- I love, I love the 2009 reboot. I think it's great, um, and it, I wish that there was more to it coming out, but, um, another problem with it is it, it just, it redid the kill, uh, from the first one. From part one, the ending, sorry. It redid the ending from the, the part one and part three. And so, it's just Jason popping out of a lake again. That's always annoying. Uh, coming in at number three is part six, Jason Lives. Now, I know a lot of people have this one as their first and their number one. Um, I like this one because it is a... Uh, it is a really good Jason... or Sorry, a really good Friday the 13th in the sense of how they shot it. It had some cool gags in it. Uh, it broke the fourth wall, which is great. I think any movie that breaks the fourth wall is, is awesome. I like that. Um, I also think the Jason in it is solid, looks really solid. Uh, but I don't like the story that Tommy Jarvis, uh, wants to just get rid of, um, the body of, Jason, so goes, digs him up, and then accidentally brings him back to life. It was just, they were trying to find a way to put Jason back into the series, and I know that has to be hard, but still, uh, you know, it, it it just seemed very much forced. It seemed like a very forced storyline, which is a problem to me. I don't, I don't really enjoy that. Um, but, you know, it still, overall, is a great Friday the 13th movie, and it's top three to me, obviously, uh, but in a lot of people's number one, uh, but coming in at number two, the final chapter, Tommy Jarvis killing Jason, killing Jason, and it has Crispin Glover in it. And if you don't know who Crispin Glover is, that is the father in the Back to the Future movies. Um, uh, he's Marty McFly's father, that is, sorry. Far- Marty McFly's father in the Back to the Future movies, and he does an amazing job in there. Dance is really weird. He's just a great actor. Has an awesome kill with the uh, with the meat cleaver or whatever it was. Um but Corey Feldman as young Tommy Jarvis who ends up putting the final blow to uh, Jason and one of the best kills this would be if this wasn't this isn't if number three is going to be that that sleeping bag kill with being set on fire inside the sleeping bag I would put Jason's death as number two kill and you'll hear my number one kill here in a second and process of elimination you know what my number one is uh, but that kill with Jason's face sliding down the machete. Uh, oh man, that was on oh, the face moving with it. You could almost just, every time I see that kill, I feel it. I feel it in my cheekbone and just, oh, the sliding down and Jason's face contorting to it and everything like that. Um, and you know, it gave you what you wanted to see. I wanted to see Jason dying and that's what we saw. And so we saw Jason, the human die, uh, and then, uh, you know, eventually we see Jason, the supernatural, uh, monster come back to life, but in later movies, obviously not in, it's going to be in part, uh, part six by the time we see that. Uh, but yeah, uh, final chapter, 
Number two, coming in at number one, Jason X. I don't care what anyone says. Uber Jason is my favorite Jason. And I love the story of Jason X. It does what it needs to. That If you've ever listened to any of my podcasts and you hear me talk about movies, movies that do things that they need to do, right? I don't need a movie to try to do something. I just need a movie that just does what the movie goer expects to see from a movie. And when I see the 10th installment of a a long serial killer movie, horror movie, slasher movie, whatever you want to call it, at that point it's over. There's no story any longer. There's no there's no real rhythms to it. There's been a bunch of stuff, especially when you look at the movie before Jason X, right? For, uh, the Final Friday. As bad as that got thrown into lore, at this point, it's time to just have fun with Jason. And and you almost say, like you look at Leprechaun and other movies, how can we have fun with Jason? Well, let's send him to space. And I think the story is great. I think the effects are very cheesy, but to the point where it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, and I think the acting was pretty good also throughout it. It has, it has the, the, the nuances that a good Friday 13th should have. It has horny teenagers running around. Um, it has a movie in space that you would expect, a robot that is awesome, and it has Jason in two different versions, right? You have Jason as we know him that gets cry- cryologically frozen and then comes back to life and then gets destroyed by the AI robot, but then comes back with the microorganisms or the, the microbots and everything that rebuild him into Uber Jason, which is one of the best looking, it, it is the best looking Jason there is. Um, Oh, it's just so good. It, you know, it has it's it's topical almost to the point of it just makes sense. It, the film just makes sense to me. It's funny. It keeps you involved, and it has some scary moments. Uh, it also has one of the best uh, badasses in the entire movie, uh, Sergeant Brodsky, played by Peter Massa, who is the biggest badass in the entire entire film. Right. Uh, so. Uh, and this is also Kane Hodder as Jason. I mean, it literally has everything you could want mixed into this movie. That's why it's my number one, because it just has everything from Jason mixed in. It skips over, basically skips over the last Friday and just picks up where, uh, uh, I mean, you could kind of say it picks up where Jason Lives takes over, right? That's kind of where it goes to now it has the best kill in the franchise so it, i think it has the best looking jason it has the best uh uh anti-jason right you could say like kind of the other strong person to fight jason wouldn't Sergeant brodsky and then it has the best kill in the entire series which would be the cryogenic face smash right at the beginning the first well it wasn't the first kill it was the first kill in the new future let's say that because it was the first kill once jason comes back from being frozen and smashing uh, that girl's face into, well, first putting it into the 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 cryogenically frozen water. I don't even know what you would call it, but and then picking her face up and then smashing it against the side of the table, and it just goes into like this blood slushy. Oh, that's that's the best kill, the best looking Jason, um, and it's the the most fun Jason Friday the Thirteenth, if you will, part uh, or installment in the entire series, right? Because it. It, it knows that it's going to be a silly movie because at this point when you have 10 of them you know that the movie is not going to be concurrent too many hands have touched it and the stories are not going to progress the same way as they should or as they will I mean at this point it's just too many hands have touched it and that's what it is so 
we're seeing what the movie just is just giving the crowd what it wants to be and that's what it, it wants to be a great movie and i i really think that this movie is this is one of my favorite fl- uh, uh slasher films right is jason x it if i'm ever thinking i want to watch a, a, a friday the 13th i go to watch jason x that's this is my favorite and i know there's plenty of other people out there who think that uh but I want to hear your list. Let me let me find out your list. Do you think Jason X is is the best Friday the 13th movie? Or do you think I'm completely wrong and my list is completely garbage? If you've lost count at home, this is this is the way that my list goes. So it starts off number 12, going from worst to best, right? Uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, part, uh, part 8. And then Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, or part 9. Uh, the first Friday the 13th. Then Friday the 13th, Part 3. And then Freddy vs. Jason. And then Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. And then Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Friday the 13th, Part 2. Friday the 13th, The 2009 Reboot. Friday the 13th, Part 6. Friday the 13th, The Final Chapter, or Part 4. And then Jason X. That is my entire list of... For the ranking of the Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. It's coming out later than I wanted it to. Uh, but I, I hope you guys enjoy this. This is a much shorter one. I I, I just kind of pieced this together um, uh, and put it together real quick. But I do hope you enjoy this edition of the Young Critic Podcast. Uh, once again, my name is Zach Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at Zachariah W. You can also rate and review and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We are on there now. We finally got it up. We got the graphic up. I hope you like the graphic. I think I made it. It was pretty good, I thought. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you know, go on SoundCloud, share it on there. Tell, tell Once again, the call to action. I'm putting it out there again. Tell one person about this podcast because I promise I, I, I'm going to keep putting up the regular uploads. I'm going to get the Hereditary up next. That's going to be the next one. I'm going to redo some things in there. But uh, And then we're going to talk about more of the movies because I still got to talk about Jurassic Park. I still got to talk uh, some other skyscraper just came out with Dwayne Johnson, uh, and you know basically that's going to be Die Hard. I got some real views on that, and I got to go see it first. Uh, but yeah, that is going to do it for this edition. We hit thirty minutes. This is probably the shortest one, but they will never be shorter than thirty minutes. So it'll be thirty minutes and longer. That's it. This will be the shortest one we'll ever have, and I promise you that. Uh, but yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, share this, follow me on Twitter, tell me what do you think your Friday the 13th list would be, and I'd be happy to hear you guys on Twitter or Facebook. Thank you so much. Leave it in the comment section. Whatever you got to do, guys, until next time, this is the Young Critic Podcast. We'll see you then.